Hey, you're listening to Cut for Time on the Embrace Church podcast. This is Jason. I'm so happy that you're listening to uh, Cut for Time today. This is a podcast where we sit down with our, our speaker that, that spoke on this past uh, message this past Sunday, and we just get to sit down with them. Uh, chat about what was maybe cut for time from their message, what they didn't have time to go into, because we only give our speakers about 20, 22, maybe 25 minutes on, on a really long day to uh, give their, give the message, give the word of God, give something God has given to them. And sometimes that is just not enough time. And no matter how awesome it was, there's always something more that we didn't get to touch on. And that's what this podcast is for. So this past Sunday, um, we continued week two of our brand new series called This Letter Is For You. It's been an awesome, we had an awesome start to the series last week with Austin Walker. You can hear that message here on the podcast, or we even we did a cut for time with him, which was hilarious and fun. Um, but we're, the series is where we're walking through the book of Colossians. Uh, the, this, the book of Colossians is a book of letters that a guy named Paul wrote. And so we're looking at each chapter each week. We're trying to underline things that grab our attention, put a question mark by anything that we don't understand and star the main takeaway uh, or the application of the section. So so to jump into things today, Brian gave week two of the message this Sunday, this past Sunday, and that's who we have on the show here today. Hey, Brian. Oh, hey. Jason Smith, how are you, man? Good. So how long has it been since you did a cut for time already? This is your second round of cut for time. I know. I'm pretty excited about it. It's been over a month, I think. Probably, I don't know, four or five weeks. How has your your life changed (laughs) since Uh, the first one? It's become, I mean, since that first cut for time to today, Mm -hmm. my life is absolutely the same. There's been (laughs) nothing that has changed. Uh, My kids treat me the same. My wife treats me the same. People around the office weren't even sure i was on the podcast oh okay so but other than that it's been totally different oh no yep no that's good that's the answer i was looking for (laughs) i thought um (laughs) yeah no my life has uh done that as well so we gotta figure something else out yeah we need to start something new it's not about us uh probably the biggest thing i've had people say to me is the bonnie and clyde comment we made on the last time you were on here we made you made and i responded (laughs) to we were both part of the podcast so it's a we thing at that point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I legitimately, when you asked me to be on this podcast, I thought this was for the new Bonnie and Clyde podcast. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. still cut for time. Bonnie and Clyde. So Brian and I, um, if if you don't know, we just have an ongoing relationship going on. He started. <laughs> he started here. I mean, it? probably nine or ten months ago, eleven uh-huh. months ago. Yeah, yeah, Man, almost a year. And uh, I've been on staff here at Embrace for a couple years now. And uh, ever since he started, we're just you know the Bonnie and Clyde comment came from us just. Our comedy just meshes in a really awkward oh, way for people man, around. It just fits. <laughs> I mean, very few people understand it or think it's funny. Yeah, no. But we think it's amazing. I think it's hilarious. hilarious. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Did we just say hilarious at the same time? Holy oh, crap. my gosh. Did we just become best <laughs> oh friends? Oh, my gosh. In a room by ourselves. <laughs> doing this podcast um, focus man focus yeah focus focus so i say that to say we we always just have running if we were to have a podcast show we have a running list of podcast names mm-hmm. um one of them is bed bath and brian so or we bed, go to, bath and jason yeah it actually could be both and we just switch it in and out but the idea of that one was and i'm going to get off on a tangent that no one cares about <laughs> it's gonna be great but that we do the podcast inside of bed bath and beyond all the time so you kind of hear the background noise. yeah and maybe a different one every time yeah different hey we're in oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> didn't know they had them in okinawa man Who knew? if you guys could already tell we're in the famous 
you know, <laughs> Bed Bath Bed, Beyond on Times Square. Yep. it's got to be one. Oh man, that would that'd be, be amazing. amazing. Oh. Be amazing. But anyway, I digress. Let's uh, not talk anymore about our podcast yep. ideas, yep. but focus in on what we have today. So the message you gave this past week uh, was week two of our series, and uh, here in a minute we'll dive into what that message was about. Um, but at first, I know at the beginning of your message this Sunday, if anybody's listened, uh, you talked about how you work out. Totally. And totally work out. I mean, and the passion you have for working out is just there. There is a path. There's a certain kind of passion with me exercising that can only come from people who hate exercising. <laughs> and so my passion for exercising is I like the benefits, yep. but I hate to exercise. Yeah. And you said that in your message. Yep. And so I wanted to challenge you here today. Okay. I was like, cool. Now I know a fitness exercise, passionate guy expert mm-hmm. that I can ping these things off of, uh, yep. off of, um, I wanted to throw you some workout terms. Got it. Just like the, some standard. And these are legitimate workout mm-hmm. terms in the workout community. Yep. And then I want you without knowing the definite, I want you to just tell me what you think that is. Okay. So like these are workout terms that just come from the industry that come I'm, from the industry that, that you're I'm pretty a big part of. Yeah. You're familiar with already. With so this, this might be really boring for people um, just cause you're going to know the technical right. things already. Yeah. Um, but I'll throw them your way. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. First. Okay. One. The first term I want you to define and tell me what this is, is bonking. Oh, bonking. Yeah, I've done that for a while. Bonking's where you use a kettlebell and you swing it between your legs up over your head and you try not to bonk anybody, but it's just going to happen. That's bonking. And it really works out your deltoids, I think, is the muscle. Yeah, so that was wrong. Um, When you work out... Workouts. Okay, so bonking. Here, let's get serious okay. here. Bonking is when your workout suddenly feels especially hard because your body has run out of glycogen, glycogen uh, stores. You know what? Also known as hitting a wall. My glycogen stores have been <laughs> legitimately low lately. Yeah. Yeah. They so have. that's why I've been bonking. You looked more yellow. More than <laughs> I usually. All right, here we bonk. go. Here's another one Doms. Doms. Yeah, DOMS, I think, is a CrossFit thing mm. where DOMS yep. is where, you know, you've seen those things where they jump like on tables or thing where they go from a standing position, they jump really high yeah. onto a table. Yes. DOMS is where you go from a standing position and jump onto something that's moving like a goat <laughs> okay. on a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that would be more helpful. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to give you a little bit more flexibility. Yep, you, sure. Your sure. eye foot yeah. coordination is going to come into play there. Um, okay. okay, so the, the actual meaning of that one is an ominous sounding acronym for delayed onset muscle soreness. Oh. So you've probably felt DOMS before. Yeah, no, I've got DOMS right now. <laughs> that was wrong. Okay, you're, two, I haven't, you're 0 for 2. I haven't exercised for a while, and I've still got DOMS. All right, I think I'll give you one more. Okay, I have a more. whole list here. Um, and if yeah. you're and if you're wondering what I'm referencing, it's openfit.com. Okay, <laughs> I, no I thought these were like legitimate exercises, but you're mostly just telling me how my body hurts afterwards. Yeah, no, because okay, I was trying ahead. to pick something that was more relevant okay, to you. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> next one. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, um, let's see. Um, oh man, that one's really good. Okay, how about this? Junk miles. Junk miles. <laughs> Junk miles. Uh, I actually did four and a half junk miles two days ago. Yeah, what was that? What? Uh, I walked four and a half miles yeah. while eating ice cream. Okay, so like, it's it's the it's the exercise while eating junk food. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I go to like dairy based junk food. Okay, um, yeah. So my junk miles generally, uh, you get a little phlegmy too with mm-hmm. all the dairy. I can imagine. Uh, you know, so but junk miles. <laughs> 
I like them. They're my personal favorite. Really? I do tend to get some doms afterwards. Sure. Sure. <laughs> As one would. As one would. Um, uh, no, so that one's wrong too. <laughs> For three, <laughs> surprisingly, sure. uh, it's the it's a somewhat controversial running term. So I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's controversy around it that can be used to describe miles ran at a slow, easy pace. So again, oh, so something literally every mile I've ever ran <laughs> is a junk mile. Is yeah, they were all relevant yeah. too, and I thought that yeah, was yeah. important. <laughs> Did I tell you I ran a half marathon? Dude, I was at your half marathon. 13.1 junk miles. <laughs> it's absolutely was that was. the name of the Apparently, marathon? I didn't junk know until thumb. now, but yeah. All right. No, good that's that's good. Well, hey, thanks for answering those. Yeah. I hope that was beneficial to <laughs> anyone. Beneficial to no one. <laughs> no. Uh, so week two of the series, you open it up with, with talking about running. And maybe you can talk about that a little bit, what that meant. But what was your message about this past Sunday that we're talking about today? Yeah. Yeah, so as we were in this series talking about Paul's letters to the Colossians, the the big point behind the whole thing is that we want to give people an opportunity to feel confident opening up their Bible. And so just giving them some tools to read it on their own. Um, And then we just kind of do that as speakers. We look at the chapter that we're speaking on and, hey, what jumped out to us in that chapter? So to me... Uh, I was in Colossians two, what jumped out to me, um, was a couple verses six and seven where Paul's talking about, um, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. So I talked about, Hey, we've got to accept the offer. There's actually something yeah. that Jesus yep. is offering us there. Um, and then he talks about going deeper, letting your roots grow down deep into him, into Jesus. And so the second point was to just kind of jump in. What does it mean once you've accepted that mm-hmm. offer? Um, how do you let your roots grow down deep into him? What does that look like? Yeah. Um, can you can you simply just answer a question like, hey, do you believe in Jesus? And say yes. And does yeah. that mean you're a Christian? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of high level. Stuff oh. or what it was? What was um? Because you went into a portion of the message where you gave some background on Colossae, and yeah. <laughs> and things like that. Tell me a little yeah. bit about that, and like, was there more to that history? Or as I was listening yeah. to it, I was like, man, this is just interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Colossae is the ancient town uh, that um, we, you know, the book is called Colossians. So that's the yeah. people that lived in Colossae. Gotcha. Um, and the background behind Colossae was the interesting thing was. You know, 100 BC, 100 years before Jesus was born, it was kind of a jump in town. Like a lot of things were happening. It was pretty busy, busy business center. Like a like a Minnesota, like a, Minneapolis, that's Minnesota. Not a, that, there you go, Minneapolis. There, yeah, Minnesota's a state, <laughs> right? Like, like Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I when I think of Colossae, I think of probably like a southern state in the United States. Yep. Tennessee. No, I mean, <laughs> no, so like it was this city that was had a lot going for it. A lot of business was coming sure. through. It was on a trade route, so there was people in the Roman Empire traveling through it anyway. Trade and stuff. But then they became well known for one particular item called Colossinium. So when you said that, mm-hmm. um, I first thought of like Wolverine from X Men. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it's, that like a I was metal? pretty proud that, that I could actually say it. I'm not yeah. sure I'm saying it right. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to go Colossinium? with Colossinium. Colossinium. Anyway. Cinnamon. Uh, so it's this, it's made out of wool. It's a, it's a garment or a, a piece of fabric that was dyed a deep red and it was considered a luxury item. So people yeah. would use it clothing in their homes, yep. you know, that type of thing. But the only place they could get it was in Colossae. Oh yeah. And so for yep. a while, Colossae was pretty, um, pretty happening. I mean, they had a yeah. lot going for it, but like I said, in the message Colossae, when people would 
get there. Uh, they'd have to stay there. They'd have to eat there. So the whole the entire economy was built on it. The 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 stuff that I left out about Colossae was by 400 A.D. 400 years after Jesus was born, mm-hmm. uh, Colossae no longer existed. Wow. And part of it was because competition had happened. There went through an economic downturn. But there was also two major earthquakes that um, no hit, hit Colossae. And each time they rebuilt the city, it was rebuilt a little less well, a little less oh, luxurious. Wow. Yeah. And in fact, um, scholars think that Paul wrote this letter around 60. And so the second earthquake hit right around that time. So we're not oh, sure. Wow. Did he write, right? Did he write to them right after that second earthquake? Oh, which, geez. which kind would, of on that downfall. Yeah. Which could yeah. maybe would kind of fit with, uh, what he was seeing going on there. So yeah. maybe would have spurred him to write that letter. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that was a little more about class. Wow. That's interesting. There I you love go. That. Um, Kalas, Kalasanium. I'm, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll right. get it. You, you're gonna um, okay. So you were talking about, uh, I want to go back to the image of you exercising just cause it's hilarious. And, <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, but you brought, this was a segue that, uh, was such a great beginning to the message and it even tied in through the whole thing of like, okay, so I exercise, but I eat terrible. And so I can answer the question of, yes, do you exercise? But yeah. I can't, you, you went on to say like, but I can't ask, answer the question of, am I fit? Cause you're not fit. Right. You exercise. Yeah. I could say, yeah, I exercise, but that doesn't mean I'm fit. <laughs> yeah. Like I can exercise, but I eat horribly. Yeah. And so yeah. do I actually get the benefits from yep. being somebody who exercises? <laughs> not really. Maybe I do a or, little bit that I don't know about. Were you a sports guy in college? Uh, I was, I played baseball in college. What? I played basketball and baseball in high school. And so, um, but you know, baseball, I mean, you can, that's be, hardly a sport. You can be 400 pounds. <laughs> I was a first baseman. I was left-handed. You were a 400 pound baseman. You could be. I was a oh, okay. pound first baseman. I was like, I'm no, trying, you, I'm you trying to be. picture this large I don't understand baseman. talking sports with you. Cause I'm I pretty sure like, you know what it is. I could say anything and you'd be like, oh yeah, that has to do with sports. Yeah. Left field, man. <laughs> love it (laughs) yeah in football it's great it's Um, uh no i uh i think the need to talk sports comes from (laughs) my lack of it in my life (laughs) and so i just feel like man i can just freely talk about it throw it out there i don't know how science works by talking about the trees so the segue going back to the segue so the segue from that was yeah sometimes we can answer a question correctly like hey do you work out i can answer that correctly and say yes um but it does me no good and so similarly can you answer the question do you believe in Jesus or am I a Christian? Yeah. And say yes, but it actually does you no good. Yeah. And I'm um, sure like, I mean, I can only speak for myself maybe. And I think you mentioned this too, but like I've been asked that question and my answer has been somewhat that like, yeah, yeah. I believe in Jesus. I follow right. Jesus. Like, right. but there's nothing else there. And I just, I don't know where that comes from. Well, or... and I think even you just said it right there. Um, yeah, I believe in Jesus. I follow Jesus. I think that's the two. That's the that's oh, the dichotomy sure. there. Sure. Of okay, yeah, I believe there was a guy named Jesus. Yeah. I believe that he probably went to the cross and died for a reason that maybe I understand or maybe I don't. Yeah. Um, but do I actually follow Jesus? Do I actually do what he says? Do yeah. I actually take pursue a relationship? From him? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so even when it's hard, is that a thing? And I think that's for those of us who. Um, grew up going to church or yeah. have been in quote a religious family or a religious community. Yeah. Um, we c- it can just be part of our social upbringing. Like, yeah, oh, totally. yeah, of course I went to church. Of course I'm a Christian. That's yeah. just what I do. And it's more, it's almost more like an, 
uh, this is the wrong word, but like, it's almost more of like your ethnic background than it is an actual pursuit of a relationship. Like, yeah, I'm, my ethnic background is Danish. You know, if I go to Denmark, that's my homeland. Like my background is Christianity just because I went to church all my life, but it doesn't necessarily mean I know anything about what it means to follow Jesus. Yeah. Or yeah. Or that it's in your heart even. Yeah. That relationship. Um, uh, so with your, with your message and we'll kind of even get into, I love the story you shared at the end. And I know this message came from a really personal place for you. So I really, I wanted to dive into that even a bit. Um, but before we get there, what was during the prep of your message? Like, um, and we've mentioned it before on this podcast, there's a lot of, of a team of pastors and leaders that go into even just helping craft and, and, and see this message, um, uh, happen on a Sunday. Um, but with your, with your prep and prayer over this message, was there anything that you had to leave out that had to, man, I can't even go down that rabbit trail. I can't even go down that because that's not the main point, but maybe we can talk about it here. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a ton of things that were, were separate from what I talked about, but there was so much more that I wanted to add Mm. to. Yeah. So, um, in the going deeper part or, or deeper still part, like I, I really wanted to bring up um, uh, just a couple instances of people who followed Jesus for a very, very long time. Um, and yet just had some more instances of what God is teaching them. That's new. And so I reached out oh, to sure. a friend of mine by the name of Byron Emmert, who's been following Jesus for what did he say? 54 years or something like wow. that. And I just said, Hey, what is new that God's been teaching you today that, you know, is, is oh a new gosh. thought to you. Did he have and, some things? Yeah. And so wow. his response was, which I thought was unbelievable for somebody who's followed Jesus for 54 years. And for my money has been as in the last 10 years of my life has been as impactful yeah. um, as a mentor and as just somebody who I really look at it, man, I want to pursue Jesus like he does. Yeah. Uh, the one thing he said was I'm learning and I've learned just recently that I can't rely on how good my relationship was and how well I was pursuing Jesus a year ago or a month ago, or even last week that has no effect on the joy that I find in him today Whoa. or what he, he goes. It is an absolute daily, daily thing. And so I might've been in a really great, sweet season, um, intimate season with God a month ago, that actually has no effect on me today and how oh, wow. I'm walking. Yeah. And he goes, it's got to be, it's new every day. And he goes, after 54 years, like I'm finally learning that. Can you imagine? I'm finally learning that. <laughs> how crazy is that? I mean, I don't know when life ends. I haven't looked up the latest stats. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm just, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> Cause terrible if he hears this, he's like, who's that Jason guy? I didn't yeah, no, it. I won't, I won't let him listen to this. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, and you're getting there. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, cool. No, that that's amazing. Was there anything else that was cut that yeah, was around the, the other? Area? The other part was, um, and I was talking with some people after uh, one of the mess, one of the services on Sunday about this. Of, yeah, what does it look like for those of us who? Um, what does it tangibly look like to follow Jesus? Oh yeah. And so, kind of the imagery that I used towards the end of that message was. Um, talking about just an instance with my kids of not letting them play in the street. Uh, yeah. And you know more um, because you're yeah, an adult. Yeah. 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 And so um, those are kind of heady things like, okay, yes. yeah, those, those are things that maybe help me think differently. Now I'm open to listen. Yeah. To so what is, yeah. what is it that, what does it tangibly look like to actually go deeper still? And so um, 
And so on a, a random Tuesday during the week, am I, am I open to, if God's nudging me to have a conversation with somebody, yeah. am I open to going serving and serving somebody who yeah. they're not going to be able to repay me at all? I think, I think our, um, what's the word? Like our experience following Jesus is probably only as good as the last time we said yes to him. Oh man. Uh, because yeah. every time there's a nudge from the Holy spirit or there's a nudge from God to do something and we say, no, I think that that creates a gap in yeah. our walk with him. But the more that we say yes, and I am not saying by any means I am good at that. Yeah, sure. Um, because I say no, probably more to that nudge than I should. Yeah, absolutely. Not probably. I absolutely No, do. totally. I mean, um, I don't, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you should continue talking about this point. Um, but how do we how do we just start saying yes yeah. to that more often? How do we... and Understand that prompting. Or like, yeah, there's so much that I can even think now. I'm like, I've had moments where I've had that nudging to probably go deeper still, like yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. Am I like, cause it is, it's a prompting. It's a, it's a feeling, it's a notion. Yeah. And, um, but then I fight in my head, like, no, like that, that person begging for money on the side of the street. Like, no, yeah. I felt a nudge to maybe go talk or go give something, yeah. but no, I fight that because of this, this, yeah. this, and this. Yeah. I've got like, my kids with me yeah. here or I've got, was this that a nudge or do I just feel bad? Yeah. Right. Did yeah. I just, yeah. Get a feeling for some other reason. What's the answer to that? The answer <laughs> to that is, uh, I think it's nuanced is a terrible word. I hate that sure. word, but I'm going to use it. Like it's nuanced in the sense of we have to say yes, but yet there's got to be boundaries at some point where we don't, we're not just doing because we think that is yeah. earning the favor of God. Oh yeah, totally. And so, um, should we invite that family over who's new in the neighborhood? The answer is yes to that question. Yeah. Absolutely. What's yeah. bad about what could go wrong with welcoming somebody to the neighborhood or inviting somebody to church? Like, of course, we sure. should be saying yes to That's those good. things. Yeah. But am I doing like 50 of those things every day and I literally have no boundaries? Um, yeah, there's got to be some boundaries set those there yeah. so that we can we're still caring well for our own soul and our own family and that type of thing. Um, but for me, I will absolutely tell you. I fall on the side of yeah, um, probably being too lazy and yeah. saying, oh, I, you know, I'm going to take the easy way out here than doing what I think I know God's prompting yeah, me to yeah. do here. So. Was there any other thoughts to that of like, so when you're having that conversation after service, somebody of uh, how do we actually do it? Was there any other thoughts of like practically yeah. how that looks? Yeah. I mean, I think the hard thing for, I think the hard thing for Christians that, um, or people that are following Jesus that feel like in their heart they're um, they're living that out like they're um, the one thing for uh, a follower like that is uh, you got to have grace for the new believer and somebody who's mm -hmm. on their own journey like we are all at different points yeah in our walk with Christ and so just because you're there and you're at a spot where you're sacrificially giving or you're oh, actually yeah, saying sure. yes to the prompting um, of God, don't uh, let that just be your walk. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't be, uh, don't be burdened if somebody else is not there yet. Yeah. But can you encourage? Absolutely. Can you come alongside? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but also like, what does it look like? I think it simply looks like us acting out our faith. Are we, um, are we talking to the person on the side of the road? Yeah. Are we, 
reaching out to somebody who we know is in, in need, know is in need. They're in the hospital. They've, they're going yeah. through a struggle. Um, that type of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Are we leading like even I think of like am I walking back home from like work or even a stressful day into my home with like joy and leadership yeah. and like yeah. helping with you know like just even those right. living, when uh, you said deeper still in your message uh, something like I've never been a person to like pick a word for my year, you know, or something, but yeah. I did this year. I was like, Oh, yeah. I really, and I just felt it strongly. Uh, healthy. Oh, it's two words. Darn it. I didn't pick. <laughs> I've still phrase. never been a one <laughs> to pick a yeah, word for my year. Uh, it's been, okay. So it's three words. Um, no <laughs> healthy habits. And so that was, was just really heavy on me and not even that, but the small things that no one sees yeah. that I'm doing those. Right. And when you say deeper still, the first thing that came to mind was like, am I being deeper still when nobody's looking, yeah. when no one's around, yeah. like, am I like, you know, even just like throwing up like my, my, how I feel to God, whether good or bad or how I feel about him. Or we talked to Travis Waltner a couple podcasts ago about like, man, I don't even feel like worshiping right now or let God know that like he yeah. understands. So yeah. like giving that to him, am I, am I trying to seek him more in that relationship privately? And so when you say deeper, still grow your roots, I think a lot of that, at least for me, shows behind the scenes yeah um, yeah there's an integrity piece to that for sure yeah. where um I, and I, honestly i think what you're getting at there is something that a skeptical world hates about christians really? um, which yeah. is yeah they're gonna or a skeptical world thinks that christians do more which is yeah they look really good on the outside they look like they've got it all together they look like they're doing the right thing but i'll bet in the background they're not actually like that. Oh, and sure, so sure. For you to be digging into, I'm going to follow Jesus when nobody's looking. Yeah. Um, man, what if we all did that? Like, what if our walk with Jesus um, was just something that uh, when nobody was around, we were we were pushing as hard towards Jesus then as we are when we're yeah. talking from the platform on a I Sunday. Mean, and that's really what it's all about, too. Absolutely. I mean, that's the... Um, uh, Adam has a really good thing that he says, uh, to our staff here. Um, and it's like, uh, I think it goes, um, going deeper is simply taking the next step mm -hmm. like with Jesus. So yep. it's like, man, what's that next step in your behind the scenes moment? What is that right. next step? What is that prompt? Maybe it is a on stage speaking cause you've never done it. Or maybe, right. you know, you're giving a message. So you feel that that's your next step. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, that's a huge thing. And I still, like you even said, you're like, not probably. I definitely don't do that every day. Yeah. That's a hard thing for me still every day. Yeah, right. But then it's like also, man, I didn't read my Bible today because it's part of my integrity behind the scenes mm -hmm. checklist. Right. Um, that's not what I should feel bad about. Right. Right. Like it's like that deeper still concept is the relationship and the right. reading my word and praying and stuff. Those are all things that get me to that deeper place that get me to a relationship with him. Um, but so does... Um, praying with my wife or, yeah. you know, reading a, a book to my kids before they go to bed and praying with them before they go to sleep or, yeah. or helping them through something. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's so many, no matter what we do, um, in our walk with Jesus, the enemy is going to try to pervert it, even if we're doing oh, sure. the right things. And so That's like, good. even just you saying like, yeah, it shouldn't be that I'm, I'm annoyed that I didn't check off my list that I should read my Bible yeah. today. Like that should actually be, Oh, I'm more annoyed that I just didn't have time with my creator. Yeah. Like, I just didn't have time yeah. to, That's like, good. I want to be in relationship. 
And so, but like that discipline of being in the Bible every day is really, really good. Yes, that's so but true. Even that can become just a religious thing that we do a quote. Just... <laughs> it's like, cool, both sides are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, right. What Stay right in the middle. <laughs> Literally right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't do too much. Yeah, <laughs> don't no, do too just take it easy. I mean, it's all, it's yeah. again, it's all about the relationship. Relationship. Them, yeah. So. No, I love, I love that. Um, so back, so to that deeper still point, that was your second point. Your first point mm-hmm. was accept the offer. And yep. we have like the analogy you gave there was, um, the vaccine for yellow fever. So mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty, I feel good right now that we're sitting in a room together that yeah. I won't get yellow fever from you. You won't get it from me. I've never had the vaccine. <laughs> so the other people in here who haven't gotten yeah. yellow fever yet could get it from you. Yes, Got absolutely. It. I could get Check. it from myself. Who knows? But, right. <laughs> but, uh, you, you made that analogy of you got a yellow fever shot and there's yellow fever in a yellow fever vaccine, right. um, to make the point that we have just enough of Jesus. We've sometimes been vaccinated with Jesus to the point where it keeps us from getting Jesus. Um, And I I thought that point was awesome. You talked about a Canyon, but then your second point to bring it home was go deeper still. Um, And kind of what, what got me there. And I kind of joked with you on Sunday, probably at an inappropriate time, but right when you came (laughs) off stage, I was like, man, our photographer got you crying on stage. (laughs) I was like, what was up with that? You know, like no sensitivity, but I heard it and it was powerful. Yeah. Thanks for Um, that. That was great. It really was. Do you want to, what was that um, emotion about? And like, I know some of your story factors into what it was. So the, like, I, I legitimately don't get emotional really ever. Like that's just not, yeah, I'm a guy. So I don't because I shouldn't. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the one thing that gets me emotional are my kids and my wife, like my sure. family. Like, um, like I think it's okay for me to walk through struggle because yeah. I just, you know, you I can handle it. I yep. can figure I can handle it. And I kind of signed up for it usually. Yep. Um, I think it's just, but to see my kids struggling or my family struggling, like that's where I get emotional. And so, um, so that story in the message was simply, I was just being honest with, Hey, here's been my argument with God over the last 18 months, 18 months ago, God started working on my heart about, Hey, there's this opportunity in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Let's maybe start taking a look at that. And the argument that was really God. I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to go to Sioux Falls. I don't want to move my family. We love our home. Yeah. We have a beautiful, we've got You're great, part of friends. A great church, great friends, yeah, family, community, whether it's, work school community like we love it and it's it's been home for 20 years wow and so um i don't i don't want to uproot our kids all that type of thing yeah and so when i talk about that like that can get me emotional pretty quick because if i've struggled over the last year since we've met like i or since we've left yeah um like i signed up for it yeah but for my kids to be struggling they didn't sign up for it yeah they didn't like dad got to make the final decision yeah right and for if andrea's struggling um, of course I didn't just say, Hey, we're moving. Like yeah. Andrew and I talked about it, of course, yeah, totally. But, uh, like ultimately I was the one pushing it. I was the one driving for it. And so the last year has been good in many ways, but it's been really, really hard Yeah, in many ways too, since we've, since we've moved. And so, so yeah, so that's where that emotion came from. And I was just trying to say, even if we as Christians really believe, uh, uh, what we say we believe yeah. uh, that, okay, God's the God of the universe. He's got our best interests at heart. Yep. Um, he's got the power to raise a dead man to life. If we believe those things yeah. um, and that he's got something better for us, then I actually don't have the right to tell him no. when he asked me to do something that's really hard. And so 
over the last year, that's been a really hard decision for us to make the decision to move. And then yeah. once we've moved, like legitimately, there have been times where we're just like, has this been the right decision? Yeah, questioning. Um, yeah. And walking through that over the last year. I met this guy named Jason, and he's hilarious, but I don't know. He's hilarious, but can I deal with him for an extended <laughs> period of time? You know, like literally after we record, we don't see each other for a week. Right. <laughs> small snippets in a podcast are okay, but daily, come on, come on. Um, um, and so, how yeah, did you? Just how do you walk through that? Yeah, and well, that's kind of the question I was thinking of. Like, how have you found yourself with even Andrea, your wife, or mm-hmm. like? How is how have you guys been able to is is it that advice of like we just take it daily and trust God or like what's been a practical piece of that for you that's mm-hmm. been like because you're obviously still feeling the nudging of nope God has like deeper yeah. still for you Brian yeah. but how have you tried to cope with that yeah um, or not cope but yeah I, I, it's different for all four of its four of us it's been different um, yeah. our experience have been experiences have been different each of us have transitioned at a faster or slower pace than the others. Oh, sure. Uh, because none of that is the same. Um, but practically like every morning I get up and Andrea's in the word. Andrea's just, she's walking in the word. She's, she's, uh, functionally reached out or tangibly reached out to people to, you know, have a Bible study with some gals. And so like, she's just been active, oh, good. you know, yeah. and trying to yeah. create community yeah. and doing those things, which has made it easier. Um, still not, easy yeah easier um for me it's just it's very much a thought process of okay brian do you actually believe what you tell other people to believe okay do you actually believe that god's going to bring you guys through this that god actually cares for your kids more than you care for them that martin and naomi are going to be okay not because you're a good dad but they're going to be okay because yeah. the God of the universe, he loves, loves them, them yeah, that's and cares good. far more for them than I do. And so, yeah. um, so legitimately, uh, when we moved, um, I had lunch with Travis Fink, our Sertoma campus pastor. And I remember getting emotional at that time because I was just like, what if I've screwed up my kids? Like, what mm-hmm. if, and, but the truth in that is Brian, you, you either believe it or you don't that God cares more Man. that God's just going to bring you guys through. And so, Again, doesn't mean it's going to be easy, yeah. but um, that faith is there that, yeah, we totally understand that God is, he's got good plans for us. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how we've coped, for lack of a better word, walked yeah. through this last year. Well, I'm pretty yeah. glad you're here. I'm glad to I'm... be here for the most part, except for these podcasts. <laughs> hey, man, I, the stipend I'm giving you is <laughs> for my personal right, finances. <laughs> right, right. I'm super excited about oh, that Oh, man. Um, no, I, I really am thankful you're here and kind of in, in closing. Um, but so there's a lot in that, right? A lot of like in the message that I could, we could probably listen to every day and read Colossians two every single day and buy some Colossinium, 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 buy some of that cozy up with it mm-hmm. and even listen to this for comfort time. Cause I think there's a lot of things that weren't in the message that are really good too. Um, all of that's great, but what's one big lesson or takeaway you'd hope for people to have um, when listening to the combo of this podcast and message? Like, what's something that you're like, yeah. man, just like carry this no matter what? Yeah, I think for people, uh, I, I would say for people to walk away from this message, from this podcast with an understanding that answering a question isn't what it means to be a Christian. Like there is more. God's mm-hmm. got more for you. There's. Uh, and, and in the message, I talked a lot about some hard things, right? But God's got joy for you. He yeah. knows better. He understands better. He's, he offers something greater. And so for people to walk away with, okay, maybe I can answer the, the question. 
Um, does that really mean I'm a follower of Jesus? Does that really mean I'm a Christian? Um, I think it's okay for us to be wrestling with that. And I think we should be wrestling with it. Sure. And if we're not wrestling with it, then it might just be a social thing that we do. Yeah. Even just the question to ask yourself. Yeah. Like, am I just answering that question? Right. Yeah. Am yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah. Do I just go to church? Cause I've always gone to church. Do I just sing the songs? Even if I don't necessarily yeah. believe the words I'm singing. Yeah. Um, and even find someone to wrestle with that with or wrestle yeah, with God with. Yeah, like, I think, great. I think people sometimes get trapped. Um, and cause you, once you feel that or think that, man, that's a secret you'd rather hold on to than <laughs> right. even, yeah. Who know? do I trust enough to tell that to, that they won't judge me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, particularly in, let's face it in a society in the upper Midwest that is still more yep. church going. Um, it's, you know, still more quote Christian yeah. than other parts of the country, other parts of the world. Oh, sure, sure. And so like, so there, there maybe would be a worry there, man, who, who's another Christian I can tell this to, and they won't judge me for yeah. it. Uh, but that's a really good thought to make sure that you bring in somebody else yeah. to that conversation. Man, that's awesome. Well, Brian, thanks for taking the time today. Hey man, it's good been times. incredible. We talked about everything from your workout habits to our new podcast, to our coming, new out podcast coming out, coming out. 2020 be sure to yeah the bonnie and clyde podcast I mean, yeah i'm sure you'll hear about it on the today show or at a justin <laughs> bieber concert um big deal. he'll talk about it <laughs> i but, didn't want to say anything but. <laughs> but it's been an honor chatting with you today seriously thank you so Thanks, much for man. sitting down um great message and you can check out the full message at imembrace.com or even right here on the podcast it's the podcast before this one uh podcast episode before this one um uh you can take a listen there make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can get conversations like this and the messages get get it right get it notified right away right when they come out and make sure to join us on this sunday at a campus uh whether you're in sioux falls or in uh, uh st croix in minnesota there you can join us at a campus there we're going to dive into part three of our series and that'll be with actually brian you brought him up travis fink from mm-hmm. our Saratoma campus pastor he's going to be preaching talking about chapter three and some things he's um noticed there and underlined there going through the same story and we'll have another cut for time episode around this time next week too it's going to be amazing. I know Austin even talked about how Travis Fink, uh, he just can't even wait for the message because uh, Colossians chapter three is one of his favorites. So you do not want to miss that. Brian, do you want to give a shout out for 57th Street? Have you thought, I mean, this is a big moment. You could do anything right, right now. To just say, yo, what up 57th? Uh, hey, come this week, come this Sunday uh, and next Monday night, 57th, we got summer nights. And oh my gosh. We are doing something called the Chicken Olympics. What's going to be amazing. I have about five different nights ideas of what that it's is it's gonna be amazing but it's gonna be a family night games for family it's gonna be a ton of fun oh, man. let's do it so next monday night next monday night next monday night what's that date that date would be in june because if people listen to this the <laughs> june 10th june 10th monday so night you're listening to this Street. on the 11th you missed you- it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh man well that's all for today guys thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye <laughs>